Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So, you know, I, I, I follow the chat. I love being in the chat with you all. I'm, I'm in there at like 9.30, 9.45 in the morning, even though the show starts at 11 Eastern, because I like chatting with you all. I just saw D. Sala in there. D. Sala's like, Dan, by the way, it's not a spot. They didn't pay for this. He's like, I love the cinnamon French toast blackout. And I responded back, I told you, because I asked John from Blackout, I said, can you send me another bag? I'm running out. And here's what he sends me. This is real. He sends me like a luggage container. I can't even throw this shit. He would sue me. He would have like an employment lawyer. I broke my arm. It doesn't work anymore. Look at what he sends me. Folks, seriously, these things like, hold on, military. You can can you, can you catch this? Hold on. Two-hander. Two-hander. He caught it. He caught it. Holy shit. He caught it. The cinnamon French toast. That's what he sends me. I told you that stuff was good. You thought I was messing with you? D. Sal is like, that's legit. Hey, man, I got I can't believe he caught that. I was really nervous. I'm like, if this guy takes it in the face, it's going to be one of those, you broke my nose, Jan, moments or whatever. Tony probably knows what I mean. I don't know if you're uh, if you're under the age of 30. You have any idea what I mean? Oh, my gosh, my nose. <laughs> Get in the Brady bunch. Listen, man, I got a big show for you today. The beginning, I'm sorry to tell you, but I feel like I got to warn you in advance. It's going to piss you off a little bit. It's about all the stuff people in the country get illegally at your expense. Some of it they get that you don't even get. I promise you I'd cover it yesterday. This is the biggest middle finger to America. Some of you will get that too. You'll see what I mean in the beginning I've ever seen. But also the Jan 6 bomber case, you're like, come on, you, Dan, you're trying to get water from uh, blood from a rock here. I, I, I'm not, I'm not. I swear to you, I am not dragging this out. New information. I didn't get this a week ago. Oh, I'm going to drip it out for show. No, no, that's not what's happening. There was another protective detail at the DNC. What do you mean? In addition to Secret Service? Yes. Who was there? Big show today. Hey, is the IRS knocking on your door? Do looming back taxes cast a shadow over your family's future? You're not alone. The Biden administration's new plan to crack down on unpaid debts means the IRS could be coming for you, knocking on your door with all their resources and sharper teeth. Don't let the G... Government, intri- the government let the government intrusion squeeze the life out of your dreams. Get a fresh start with our friends at America First Tax Group. It's a great company. It's as simple as a phone call. What's the number? 800-507-0466. America First team of expert tax professionals will fight for you and your family. Whether you're facing wage garnishments, liens, or simply the crushing weight of past due taxes, America First Tax Group offers a lifeline. to help you settle delinquent tax debt, stop collectors in their tracks, even reduce your back taxes. Times are tough. Defend your family's financial future. Call America First Tax Group at 800-507-0466. That's 800-507-0466. America First Tax Group, your tax trouble solved. Joseph, it's Friday, my friend. Let's get this party started. It's Friday. Yes, sir, it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, if this doesn't run in every single campaign ad, for every single Republican candidate across the country, from this point until the election, this little scene right here from Fox News, you should all be arrested in the Republican Party for what, Joe? Political malfeasance, piracy on the open seas, and felonious dopery. 
Where did I get those second and third charges? I'm just throwing them on as add-ons because you're such a moron if you don't run this. Here are some illegal aliens. Yes, they're here illegally. And yes, they are aliens to the country. So they are illegal aliens. You can't call them that. You tell me not to say. I say it twice, okay? Oh, don't say this. We don't listen to you. We don't take our instructions from you dipshits, okay? Here are some illegal aliens that beat up a cop on video. It's a brutal beating, by the way, in New York City. The NYPD I still love. I was a police officer there. I mean, jumped this guy, beat the crap out of him. I mean, did everything possibly evil you could do to this guy, right? And of course, they get out of jail because it's New York City and Democrats are running the place in the ground because Democrats suck. That's why. So these illegals get out of jail. And you think, Joe, a little bit of contrition. They were very contrite. Listen, you know, we maybe I was smoking, drinking, whatever, screwed up. It's a great country. We feel awful. We're going to do the right thing. Did any of that happen? No. no. They came out. And when I usually say they gave you the double barrel middle finger, in this case, again, the word I hate the most, I mean it in the literal sense. Take a look. Just into Fox News now, NYPD making two more arrests, illegal immigrants and that attack on officers. Those suspects also allegedly stole an officer's cell phone. Well, that'll help them track you down. So a fifth illegal immigrant accused of attacking two New York City police officers over the weekend showed no remorse or regret. He was seen, as you can see, giving his two middle fingers to the cameras moments after being released without bail. He <laughs> said it. The literal double barrel. That's what they're saying to you, America. They, they say, I just showed you the freaking video. I'm not a... Excuse me of hyperbole, exaggerate. I just showed you the video. By the way, why... why I don't understand why Fox had a... Why are we... Blurring that out. It's the middle yeah. finger. Like, why? I don't understand, yeah. like, why are you doing that? Listen to me. Everyone pay close attention. You just need silence for a second. Every Republican candidate in the country, listen to me right now. If that does not run in at least one of your campaign digital or print ads in a mailer from now to election day, you yourself should be arrested for political stupidity. There should be a charge, political stupidity in the umpteenth degree, and you should be shipped off to a gulag somewhere for just pure stupidity. Everything's backwards, man. Everything's broken. I've asked you many times, when is it going to get bad enough that people are going to change voting patterns? Not when is it going to get bad enough that a Republican's going to win the presidency? When is it going to get bad enough that we go back to 1984 Ronald Reagan and Republicans win 49 states? Not because Republicans are great, but because Democrats suck so bad and give the middle finger to America. When is that going to happen? The answer is, I don't know, but we are certainly getting close. Folks, what does it even mean to be a citizen anymore? Let me give you a little background to this segment, okay? Before I get to the January 6th stuff. I'm on the air yesterday and Jim and I, during the break, we did this little test, radio show breaks. If you watch on radio, you know, sometimes there's a long break and then there's short breaks, right? During one of the long breaks, Jim and I started to wonder, like, why all these benefits, these illegals get in this country paid for by you. But the weird thing is you don't get them yourself. Jim's like, I guarantee you during this break, I can put together a whole show. And he did. He texted me about five or six elements of stuff that happens to you that illegals are seemingly immune from. Illegals. 
So I thought first, before we get this started, what does it even mean to be a citizen? So I went to the left winger's favorite site, Miriam Webster's Dictionary Online. Here it is, citizen. A native or naturalized person who owes allegiance to a government and is entitled to protection from it. Protection. <laughs> That's a good one. Protection from it. You feel like that? You feel like your government is giving you protection? Because let me tell you what's happening, man, especially the liberal dipshits out there. What's actually happening right now is the government is protecting illegals from you. Wait, it protecting illegals from me? I'm the citizen. My, my parents man. fought for this country. My Joe's man. got a kid fighting for this country. My grandfather fought for this country. My uncle's buried in a cemetery because he fought for this country and was shot in the back in Vietnam and came back in a box. Okay? So what do we get from this deal? You get shit. That's what you get. You get nothing. My man. You get to pay. You know it's true, dude. You know it's true. You get to pay for it, busting your freaking ass for other people who said, fuck your laws. We don't give a shit. And then when they get out of court, if they're beating the shit out of a cop, they flip you the middle finger. There it is, baby. That should be on every single bumper sticker, campaign sign, commercial, digital ad, Facebook, Twitter, mailer, everywhere. There's the Democrat Party right there to America. Fuck you guys. You're supposed to be the ones protected by the government. But it's all backwards, man. And ladies and gentlemen, for as much as I can't stand the swampy Republican Party, I'm going to stick to this guiding ethos because it served me well. The Republicans are not the solution to your immigration problems. They sat in their ass for too long. But the cause of it right now is Democrats. It's an easy choice. This is not a perfect world. There is not going to be some knight in shining armor that's going to save you. There isn't. There is, however, a group of political demons out there looking to hurt you. And you can either stop them or sit on your ass and do nothing. I want to show you this segment here coming up here, what I'm doing here. These special rights illegals get. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we always, always produce receipts. Folks, what do you think would happen to you if you had a federal detainer put on you? Let me just give you a quick scenario because I work for a city PD and the federal PD. Say I work for the NYPD and whatever, I arrest Guy for jaywalking. And I look Guy up in the computer and there's a federal detainer for a bank robbery warrant or whatever it is. The FBI is looking for you think he's getting out of jail? Let me give you the answer. And it starts with an F and it rhymes with tuck. No, no, no chance, bro. He's going to sit in whatever, in the bookings. He is going <laughs> central booking. He's called the bookings. He's going to sit in the bookings or he's going to sit in Rikers. He ain't going nowhere till the feds come and pick him up. Now, if you're a citizen of the United States, you're like, well, that's the way the process is supposed to work. Not if you're here illegally. You get special rights. Federal detainers don't apply to you. Oh, come on. That didn't happen. Always bring the receipts. We're good at receipts. Fox News. Illegal immigrant convicted of assault last month among three arrested again in a sanctuary city robbery. Turns out that ICE had placed a detainer on this guy. But the city jail cut him loose and didn't. And here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Not only tell the federal government, ah, we don't give a shit about your detainer. They didn't even warn the feds. Now the guy's accused of obtaining another gun, putting on a mask, barging in a butcher shop 
with another illegal and stealing more than $1,200 in an armed robbery. <laughs> this is. Come on, Dan, you're full of shit. I know, Joe, I know you feel that way. I, Joe caught that on tape and some hidden camera footage when he was having coffee <laughs> with you. He had his, Joe was like this. Joe, how, you were probably wondering, how did Joe, how did Joe Armacost get that footage? Where am I going? What happened uh, the to mic James was in the coffee. Yeah. Did I lose my James O'Keefe? Oh, come here. on, dude. Uh, Joe, really? Uh, here's what Joe Armacost did. Yeah, man. Here, Joe was like this. Hello, Mr. President. Yes, can we have lunch? You look like Joe Armacost. No, I'm not Joe Armacost. I'm Schmo Farmacost. And that's Joe. Can you do you have? Can you play that again? That's how Joe got this on tape. What happened? Come on, Dan. You're full of shit. This is like I can't yeah. believe. I love, where did my glasses go? Did, I got cigars go? and stuff. I got yeah. I got the this. Someone oh sent me this shit. I got a pack Old tissues, here, sticky candies. Pan. Oh hey, wait! I found them. I here. They're with my penalty flag. Got a lot of yeah. here. Who is that? It's slow pharmacost. Slow pharmacost. Holy shit, that looks like Joe Orbach. No, it's not Joe Orbachos. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a mood today. Don't get me in a mood on Friday. It's date night tonight. Sorry, bro. I know. Sorry, it's not hard to do, money. really. <laughs> you know. I know. They got shit all over. I was going to be fine. I was wondering why this penalty. We got that. You, you put a detainer on you, man. You're screwed. Look at that. Framingham leaders began exploring how to establish it as a sanctuary city. According to the new Boston Post, you don't have any of these rights. What's that? Oh, oh, is it ever? Here's another one. So you walk into the Capitol on January 6th. You walk in through an open door. Maybe you think you're allowed in there, right? You walk through. You're definitely a terrorist. You're going to spend probably five or six years in a gulag in Washington, D.C. But here's the question. Special rights for illegals. Joe, get ready, bro. What if you're an actual terrorist? Not like someone who walked through an open door on January 6th, like Al-Shabaab or some shit like that. The answer is nothing happens to you. Daily Caller. ICE confirms it finally nabbed the terrorist, allowed to roam free for almost a year. Guy was like, ah, I'm just going to hang out in the country, sun my nuts or something in the United States. Guy was an Al-Shabaab guy. Roaming around. But January 6th, you walk through the open door. Grandma's like this, Joe. Walking around. What did I do? Holy shit, I was just making French toast for my kids. You walk through the door in the Capitol, ma'am. Get your ass in jail. Where am I going? The gulag in Siberia. You're a resident of a big city. You pay taxes for a rec center. You know, shoot some hoops inside. I love basketball. You want to shoot some hoops with the kids? Maybe play some ping pong. Maybe they got an arcade game in the rec center. You know, your tax dollars pay for it and all. You can't use that. Wait, I'm a, I'm a citizen. Okay, you got that definition of citizen again? You're a citizen. You're entitled to protections from your government. You get these like, look at that. You're a native citizen who owes allegiance to a government entitled to protection for your citizen. You pay, mo pay money, taxes. You go out of the pocket. You pay money. Maybe pay for that rec center. You're definitely not allowed in there. But the super citizens, we have super citizens, Joe? Yes, we do. Illegals, they're super citizens? Yes. They have rights you don't. They're allowed to use the rec center. You're just not. Yeah, but I paid for it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Dude gave you the middle finger. Double barrel. He don't He's care. He's this shit. Not at all. Sure. 
Oh yeah. Oh, this I didn't even put this one in there. Here, this was from Dave Rubin. He took this picture in the Miami airport. You have to go and fly with ID. You're like this. You're like, here, you're on camera. Here, let me take my pants down, my shoes off. You got to like, and here, look under my arms. Here, check me. You're like, oh, shit, does he got a bomb? The guy's like feeling you up in the airport. Nah, here, put that up again. Illegal alien? Nah, you don't need shit. Get on a plane. Here, here's your ID. Hold on a sec, Joe. Here's your ID. Okay. Here, I'm going to draw. You guys ready for this? Here's your ID. Here, this is ID. Like, uh, sir, my ID. Thank you. And they're like, oh, okay, go right ahead. Dude, you know, this, super citizens. We have super illegals are super citizens. Here's my friend. I love Lawrence Jones. This guy's a great guy, man. He's a, he's a good man, folks. And, uh, you know, I really like this guy a lot. Lawrence Jones, man. And you know, one works harder than this cat. He flies all over the country. He's like always, he does. He's guys like on a plane all the time. I don't know how he does it. The guy never sleeps. I think he was in Chicago or something the other day. Interviews this lady about the rec center thing I was just talking about. You think it's not bad enough yet? I'm telling you right now, it's getting there. This lady's freaking pissed off. Check this out. I saw your outrage. Why are you outraged? Because this place was, like you said, it's free. It was a place for our children. Our children. I have four children. And it's sad. You know, I have four boys, you know. And... We really don't have nothing in the community that's free for us. Don't get me wrong. It's great that they want to help the immigrants. But what about the Americans that are already here? What about the people that are already here that don't have homes, that don't have jobs, that are sleeping on the street already? These people came from the airport here, probably on boats, probably on buses, and probably all for free. Now they're getting stipends. They're getting what else? I need money for me and my kids, and I was born here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like choking on water. <coughs> I would just choke. I can't. I can't. You what? I can't. It's forget about them. That's what it was. Forget about them. Nebraska style. Forget about them. You mean like this time, like actually mean forget? Yeah, forget about Like actually forget about yeah. Ladies, like, I pay taxes here. But I, I, need, I, I, I could use some money for my kids. Do I get my own tax money? No, no, no. It goes to illegals, the super citizens who are in the rec center. You're not, you're not allowed it. Oh, okay. sounds fair. What about if you were a gang member in New York? If you're a gang member in New York, in New York City back in the day, they would prosecute you under RICO, typically racketeer induced corrupt organization. It's a big deal. You'd be responsible for the crimes of the whole gang. You were a gang. That's a good thing, right? But the super citizens, you go out and form gangs. No problem. Bring more people in to join the gang. Listen to this pissed off lady up in New York who just unloads. She's got some inside baseball from a cop friend of hers. Apparently, some of them are being told, don't even arrest these people, even though they're in gangs. Don't worry about it. They're super citizens. They're okay. Check this out. Guys, the violence here in the last two weeks in New York City has gotten so bad. Basically, all the migrants have all created like these little sub gangs according to where they have derived from. The Colombians are sticking together. The Venezuelans are sticking together. And the assault and the murder rate has just gone through the fucking roof. I saw my friend this weekend who's NYPD and he was telling me how crazy it is and that they have direct orders that they can't even really arrest them unless it's a serious, serious crime. Isn't that fucking sick? 
your NYPD and your boss is telling you, listen, don't make us look bad. Don't arrest any of them. I mean, isn't that fucking sick? Meanwhile, you got citizens who live here and they jaywalk and the cops are like, take that piece of shit in. Let's go. $3,000 fine. I mean, it's wild. So basically in the tents right now, there's one specific story that stands out a little bit. Last week, this man from Venezuela was waiting on the food line to get their food. And he tried to like, you know, hook up with some girl who belonged to a Peruvian guy. The Peruvian guy got mad that, you know, he was trying to mack it to his girl. And then he stabbed him in the fucking neck. That was it. He's dead. Goodbye. And that's just like, you know, the tip of the iceberg. What do you think? It's not going to continue. It's going to get worse. Super citizens, folks. Super citizens. Flip off the middle finger. Get your own rec center. Get a lounge at the airport in Atlanta where they squirrel you away for free flights around the country. Form a gang. Get out of jail, even though you had a federal retainer against you. Oh, excuse me, detainer. <laughs> oh, sweat. Don't you worry. Taxes? <laughs> Don't worry about it. That lady in Lawrence Jones's video, she'll pay the taxes. Don't sweat it. Taxes, and <laughs> pay taxes. Talk <laughs> about taxes. Taxes? You ask me about taxes? <laughs> Some of you get that. Yeah, I got it. At least Democrats aren't pushing for them to vote. They go, oh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> Gets even better. You see why I got to relax tonight? Hey, you having trouble sleeping or staying asleep? Is poor sleep negatively impacting your life? Folks, you got to get sleep. Seriously. If you're training right, you're eating right, but you're sleeping terrible, your health is going to be garbage. I mean, just look at the homework on this stuff and the research. You got to embrace the importance of a deep, restful slumber. You need your light sleep, your deep sleep, and your REM sleep. I'm a big, big sleep guy. That's why I love Beam's Dream Powder. It's a hot cocoa for sleep. It'll transform your nights like it did mine. You know I'm a big fan of Dream. It's been a game changer for me. And today my listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder. It's a science-backed hot cocoa for sleep. No added sugar. Better sleep has never tasted better. Other sleep aids can cause the next day grogginess, but Dream... Contains this powerful, all-natural blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, wake up refreshed. Look all those compounds up. You don't need to take my word for it. That's how confident I am. Check them out. Just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk. That's how I drink it. And enjoy before bedtime. Tastes amazing, too. Some of the flavors are through the roof. If you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, get up to 40% off. Huge savings for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout. That's shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino for up to 40% off. Check it out. As I said, folks, we got us. We're like the suckers, the deplorables, the Walmart people, the smellies, the rednecks, the hayseeds fly over a country. These are all things that shit libs call us every single day and refer to us as. Meanwhile, we're the ones with the fixing the HVAC systems. The, we're the plumbers. The we're, we're the pilots, the architects, the cops, the military guys, uh, the agents doing the right thing. They don't only want uh, illegals to vote. They want illegals to only vote in liberal states for certain school board seats. No, we always bring the receipts, man. Every single time, Fox News, Maryland County. Joe, by the way, is stunned by this being from Maryland. I lived there too for two. He's stunned. He said, Joe never saw this coming. Matter of fact, when I showed Joe the story, he goes, let me guess, Maryland. Fox News, Maryland County claims school board can only create a seat where only illegal immigrants can vote on. Is <laughs> that funny? I'm not like, la- folks, if I don't laugh, I'm going to cry. I'm dead serious. Some guy said on Twitter, 
Dan, you're trying to make a joke at us. Sir, I promise you I'm not. No. I promise you I am not. I am at the point now. You know what's going on? I don't like giving blood, right? Why? Because I'm a wuss with giving blood. I don't know. I've had like a million surgeries. I don't mind getting cut, knock my teeth out, break my nose. I don't I don't care. I'm just a jujitsu guy, whatever. Who gives a damn, right? I can't give blood. I, can't, I don't mind injections. I just don't like giving blood. When a needle goes in and they take the blood out, I start laughing. Why? Because I'm so uncomfortable. It's like this. This I can't. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. Someone should show Jessica Tarloff that, by the way. She was off yesterday on the five. So weird. They had that other uh, Richard dude in there yesterday. Another guy is clueless. He's like, makes stuff up all the time. He always gets caught making stuff. I'll never forget that time. He was talking about some book banning thing. And was it like Jesse who read him the actual thing on the air? And he was like, I don't know what to do. Hey, Jessica, someone should show Jessica Tarloff this. She thinks this is like racist replacement theory, that they're trying to replace voters with other voters. Except that that Ted line from Fox actually says that not only do they want illegals to vote, they want only illegals to vote. And they want to give you the double barrel. Here, you want to laugh your ass off here too? Look, there, there he is. There he is. The Democrats' new national spokesperson. There he is right there with the Lakers thing. I'm sure the Lakers really love that. wonder if LeBron has a comment on that one. He was Jerry Nadler on the House floor yesterday. You drive drunk. Understandably, you're going to jail. You should. You hurt someone. That's it. End of it for you. Jerry Nadler had some comments because the Republican Party is very concerned about illegals that don't have driver's licenses, that are driving on the roads uninsured, and some of them are driving on the roads uninsured drunk, and then when people get hurt or killed, there's no legal remedy to get them at least some money for their medical bill. So it's kind of a big deal. Jerry Nadler doesn't even want us focusing on that. Listen to this guy when he's not crapping his pants in the Senate and in the House chamber. Check this out. Instead of working on proven solutions like, impro- like improving access to public transportation and ride sharing programs so that people have alternatives to driving drunk, Republicans are laying the blame for the problem at the feet of immigrants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Come to the country illegally, no insurance, probably no driver's license, get behind a wheel have a few brewskis, hurt someone, and your biggest champion is Jerry Nadler when he's not taking a dump. And Waddle, remember Jerry? Joe, you remember the Waddle? He was like this. Yeah, that noise was Jerry. Yeah. He was, remember that? Remember Jerry? Jerry walking up. The, if you haven't seen that footage, it's an instant classic. Everybody's oh, wondering, oh. like, what's in there in Jerry's boy? Why is Jerry walking like that? What happened there? What, what's going on? Is there a little it's event a going on downstairs? <laughs> All right, come on, Dan. They don't sound like illegals are in the country collecting taxpayer dollars for a panoply of benefits. Ha! Look at this. I just sent this this morning. Again, in case you think I'm making any of this up. This is from this website that lays out all of these benefits packages you can get and government-sponsored benefits you can get if you're in the country illegally, if you're a restricted class. Ladies and gentlemen, you can see yourself. You have a key? It's so long, I had a tough time fitting it on one screenshot there. You get all kinds of things, medical stuff. You get all kinds of, here, certain types, of, regardless of your immigrant. Here it is. This is, by the way, in case you think I'm making this up. Again, this is from the National Immigration Law Center. Overview of immigrant eligibility for federal programs, meaning federal programs that immigrants get. I want you to listen to this line. 
The law includes exceptions for certain types of services. Regardless of their immigration status, not qualified immigrants, i.e. illegals, are eligible for emergency Medicaid. Look at all these other programs here. Uh, the law does not restrict access to public health programs for immunizations, treatment of communicable diseases, school breakfast and lunch programs remain open. Uh, and every state has opted to provide access to SNAP, uh, WIC, short-term non-cash emergency disaster assistance. Uh, blah, blah. This goes, I couldn't even fit. I, I, I sent Key one screenshot. He had to cut it into two. You can read it, folks, right there on the screen. I'm not going to sit here and read it all day. They're not taking taxpayer dollars. It's called Overview of Immigrant Eligibility for Federal Programs. Quote, without regard to immigration status. <laughs> what a system. What a system. Isn't it great? I, I, you know, do you guys remember that picture, Joe? I don't know if you remember it. The guy... He was a coal miner. Um, I don't know if it was Pennsylvania or West Virginia, whatever it was. He was a coal miner and he was going to take his kid to a college basketball game. And I guess he was running late. So he didn't have time to go home and take a shower. Yeah. yeah. Remember, the, you know, the picture shows up great. at the game with his kid coal all over his face, coal all over his clothes because he was taking his kid to that damn basketball game. No matter what. I don't know that guy. I don't even want to implicate him in the story, but imagine a guy like that busting his freaking ass. 50, 60 hours a week in a coal mine so that your house can be warm in the winter and that the economy can work powered by our natural resources. Oh, look, you said, I didn't even, again, it's not even, it, look at this guy, American hero right there. And the government's taking 30% of your money between sales taxes, state, local, payroll taxes, income taxes, excise, all kinds of taxes built in through tariffs and everything else. Government's taking probably 30% of your money. And where's it going? Pay for people here and don't even, don't even give a shit about our laws. This guy, that's where it's going. That's where it's going, this guy. I'm going to end this segment where I started. Pink Floyd, the wall style. Is this where we came in? If that picture is not on every single campaign ad from this point going forward, then every Republican candidate should be locked up for political malpractice. And I'm going to tell you something, because the Democrats are shitting their pants over this right now. It'll be but noon today when this show ends and the radio show starts, that Democrats will be calling everyone who brings this picture up a racist. Just, just laugh and move on. Look, that's how scared they are of this. All right, it's a banger show today, January 6th. I got to get to this because Julie Kelly dropped another bomb on me last night. She'll be on my radio show later, 2 o'clock. Don't miss it. Julie's like, I got some new info. There was another protection detail at the DNC on January 6th. Wait, what? So now we have Capitol Police, DNC Security, Secret Service, and another protection detail that missed this bomb? At the DNC, why Kamala Harris was there? No, no way, bullshit. I am. Wait, just I just found this. Thing. I'm definitely throwing the bullshit flag now. This story is crazy. 
All right, let me take a quick break. Get back to it. 110,000. We're halfway through the show. Hey, in these crazy days, we've got to recharge and refresh in a natural way. I discovered Bone Charge. They're a holistic wellness brand. They have a whole bunch of evidence-based products. You know I'm into life hacks. My favorite is the infrared sauna blanket. I was just reading this research report about dinorphins and sauna. Long story short, they're like the opposite of endorphins. Endorphins make you feel good. You know, in the sauna at the end, when you're like, oh, you feel hot. Those dinorphins, they have just amazing effects. The sauna does incredible stuff for you. Read the research on sauna. The sauna blanket from Bone Charge helps me break a sweat, help remove some of that garbage, sweat that stuff out, sets up in less than a minute, heats fast. I relax. And the whole time, even though it's hot and you feel my joints feel amazing. And I said to Paula last night, we were both in the sauna last night, we both used it. I said, isn't it impossible to be in a bad mood after this? We did a 30-minute session. I kid you not, the sauna blanket from Bone Charge, total game changer. You got to try it. Bone Charge ships worldwide. The sauna blanket ships free with no hidden costs. This thing works. Just And I ask you always, please, do your homework on this. The sauna, is it's a gift. Bone Charge offers a 30-day free trial with easy returns or exchanges and a 12-month warranty. Relax, revitalize. Get healthy with Bone Charge and the sauna blanket. Head on over to BoneCharge.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E. Use code Bongino to save 15%. That's BoneCharge.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino to save 15%. That's over $100 off. Check that thing out. It works. And our last sponsor, before I get to that story, resolving to eat healthier in the new year, doing it, not so easy sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, if someone were to ask you, what's the key to health and longevity diet-wise? You're going to say fruits and vegetables. Why? Because everybody tells you that. I just did a locals video about it this morning. Fruits and vegetables. They have polyphenols. They have micronutrients. They have macronutrients. They have vitamins. They have minerals. They're God's gift to us. Here's the problem with fruits and vegetables. You got to go to the store. They're perishable sometimes. You don't have time to prepare them, especially on the vegetable side. I got the solution for you. Field of Greens. It is my healthy super fruit and vegetable habit. I like the wild berry. Guy likes the lemon lime. It's really simple. Open up the container. It is ground up, healthy, wholesome, rich fruits and vegetables into a great tasting powder. You take a scoop, put it in water, put in green tea. This morning, I put it in a little bit of a curcumin and milk thistle. Mix it. It was awesome. Each super fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was doctor selected for a specific health benefit. I know the doctor does it. He's a brilliant guy. Others can help support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. Look, if you resolve to get healthier in 2024, it all starts with Field of Greens. I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Visit BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan and use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Start today. Don't wait. You'll regret it if you do. Start today. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up Field of Greens. Pick up some wild berries and lemon lime. Okay. Folks, the January 6th case got even nuttier. Before I get to the security detail thing and Julie Kelly's new piece, she'll be on my show at 2 p.m. Eastern today on the radio show. The biggest sticking point right now, and me and Tony were chatting about this before the show because I'm telling you, this isn't some shtick I'm putting on. I genuinely believe we are sitting on the biggest political scandal of our time. I'm going to tell you something. This is, I am not stepping out here. I am going to put this on par scandal-wise with Spygate. Somebody was trying to frame MAGA people on January 6th to stop Republicans from looking into what happened in the 2020 election on certification day on January 6th. I have zero doubt. Zero. I don't even have 1% of it. I have zero doubt that happened. The only question right now is who 
is it? Who put this op together? It was an op. And the sticking point is the discovery of the bomb in front of the DNC. We've seen the video. I played the voiceover many times. You see this guy, backpack man on January 6th, and right before one o'clock on January 6th, walk up to the DC Metro car and the Secret Service vehicle and say, hey, look, there's a bomb here while Kamala Harris is in fact inside the facility inside the DNC. Now, again, the big sticking point with this whole thing is the discovery of the bomb by that person. I'm going to make this simple for you. I like to give digestible nuggets. There are only two plausible scenarios regarding the discovery of said bomb. Let's start with scenario one. The explosives ordinance disposal people, the bomb specialist that the Secret Service uses to sweep the area to look for bombs. That both the military, because they're from the military, that both the military and the Secret Service, there with Kamala Harris, missed an obvious bomb or they planted it. That's scenario one it's you, about the discovery of the bomb. It, that, that's it. That, that, I'll get to scenario two in a second. I don't agree with that scenario. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to make my case here. Let's assume that scenario is correct. Kamala Harris is inside, Secret Service is outside with Capitol Police, and a pipe bomb sitting there next to a bench, propped up for the world to see, trained security people in a sweep, and military people, patriots, totally missed it, risking a court-martial. Ladies and gentlemen, this is highly, highly unlikely. Let me tell you why, and let me make my case to you right now, because others disagree, and that's okay. It's okay. I'm not knocking anyone. I've done probably a thousand security advances with the Secret Service and been a part of them. Let me ask you a question. Joe, if you're a Secret Service agent, right, and you're security advancing a site and you have to know everything about it, exits, entrances, HVAC system, negative pressure, positive pressure, stairwells, where the water's turned on and off. Do you think you might know the security camera layout of the place? Like you might ask a security person, hey, are there security cameras around here? You think you might know that? Yeah, and that probably goes hand in hand with the knowledge of everything. Probably else. a good idea. Yeah. Folks, let me tell you something. When I was doing sites with the Secret Service, sometimes early on, I don't know if we do it much anymore, but we used to tape over security cameras. Why? We would tape them over inside a facility because we didn't want people we didn't know, if you know what I mean, watching right. our movements. We would tape them over. We would tape them over because we knew they were there. What am I getting at? Anyone in the chat know where I'm going with this? So you're telling me the Secret Service planted the bomb knowing security cameras were outside that would see them planting the bomb. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. They knew the security cameras were there. They did the advance. If you were going to plant a bomb, wouldn't you plant it on the inside of the building? Closer to Kamala Harris, if you were part of this? Folks, it doesn't make sense. The Secret Service, I, it, there is no way in hell they are in on this thing. The military guys who did the sweep would be court-martialed for this. For dereliction of duty, for missing a pipe bomb. 
Either no sweep happened, contrary to the reports that it did. A sweep happened and they missed it, which is possible in one of the most grotesque acts of dereliction of duty I've ever seen. Or someone else planted that bomb other than the Secret Service and EOD after they did the sweep. They knew about the cameras, folks. There is no way they are in on a plot to plant a bomb knowing they're responsible for the security that will be indicted later if a bomb escaped their security measures. Why would they do it in front of a camera? They know where the cameras are. Does that make any sense? You do it where there's no cameras. Now, a guy I love and respect, I'm sure he feels differently about this, or and that's okay. Here's some video of Darren Beatty. He was on with Steve Bannon, War Room, a great podcast too. He could be, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I, the world is a crazy place. I'm just telling you based on experience, I find Secret Service involvement in this to be highly unlikely. You know I've been a fair judge on this. Cocaine gate, everything else. I see this as extremely unlikely, but I want you to listen to Darren's opinion on this because he's an absolutely fantastic journalist. Check this out. They were also asked, what are the circumstances of discovering this DNC bomb? Because remember, this DNC bomb, when it was discovered at 1.05 p.m. on the 6th, had been sitting out there undiscovered for over 17 hours. And so I've always found it strange that this DNC bomb was sitting there undiscovered for 17 hours, undiscovered by passersby, by motorists, by pedestrians on a very high foot traffic morning on January 6th, by the regularly stationed physical DNC security guard who's usually posted no more than 10 feet away from the, where the bomb was planted. And then the coup de grace, the secret service, of the United States. Yep. The very, very same secret service that clearly knows the bomb is fake managed not to find the bomb in the sweep that the, they're on record as having conducted prior to Kamala Harris entering the building. So the bomb sitting out there undiscovered for over 17 hours, then magically it's discovered 15 minutes after the first one is discovered at the Capitol Hill Club. And the first one is discovered at 1240. This random woman stumbles upon it at 1240. She goes and informs a security guard in the Capitol Hill Club. The Capitol Hill police start responding to this at 1250. This is three minutes before the initial and decisive West Perimeter breach in which Ray Epps was involved. I agree with Darren on just about everything. But let me explain to you something about the reaction of the Secret Service and why I wouldn't read too much into it. Folks, take it or leave it. I have never, ever provided any air cover for anyone on any of this shit. And I hope you know that. And if you don't, this isn't the show for you because we just don't respect one another, if that's, if that's the case. I worked there for 12 years. Joe, how many times, forget this case, you've known me, we've been doing this show eight years now. How many times have I told you the golden rule of the Secret Service is don't shit the bed? Ever. I've said it, I used to say don't hit with it because I'm, I'm, I'm done. That was, don't shit the bed. Uncountable times, yeah. I, on Thousands of times. The reaction is totally explainable. They are told that over and over. You hear a gunshot, don't shit the bed. You see a knife, don't shit the bed. You see a bomb, don't shit the bed. 
That's why I'm just begging everyone, don't read too much into the reaction. Now, someone in the chat, uh, this guy, tip, which was nice. You don't have to do that, but, to, to get a, but I saw it. Because he asked, well, why did they delete the Secret Service comms that day? I'm not saying there's not guilty parties in the Secret Service who know things. I'm just telling this guy here, Ratchet, damn, why did the Secret Service wipe their phones, delete texts, and destroy their phones? I covered this the other day because I'm telling you what happened. Somebody told the Secret Service after they found this bomb, don't ask any questions, stand down. That's probably in the communications. And that's where I think the malfeasance in the Secret Service may come in. There is no way in hell those conversations were deleted by accident. They know what's up now, but I don't think they were in on that. The don't shit the bed thing is drilled into everyone's head. If those guys, I would have been, honestly, I would have been more suspicious if those guys were like, holy shit, and started running around. I'd be like, those guys aren't agents. I'm not telling you it's right. I'm just telling you to trust me that the reaction, although definitely not the right way to respond, kids walking by, I wouldn't read too much into that. So scenario one, there's only two scenarios with discovery of the bomb. Scenario one, the Secret Service either missed it in the sweep, an EOD, possible but unlikely, or they planted it, which I see as extremely unlikely. I mean, you're looking at court martials, everything. Scenario two, ladies and gentlemen, someone planted or moved that bomb after the Secret Service and EOD swept it. Somebody had to plant that there afterwards. It makes the deletion of the USS Secret Service communications that Ratchet there just asked me about make perfect sense. Somebody probably sent a message to someone in the Secret Service and said, guys, that was a training exercise. It went bad. It was a training device. We're not because the Secret Service has a memorandum of understanding with the FBI where if there's an assassination attempt like that was. They have to refer it to the FBI. Someone from the FBI probably got back to the Secret Service and said, don't worry about the referral. It was a training thing. That's the comms I'm almost positive got deleted. Now, Tom Massey has another theory. He was on with Matt Gates the other day. And this is a pretty interesting theory, too. That if you were going to push for an infiltration at the Capitol to call an insurrection, if you were going to do some kind of Fed surrection at the Capitol, well, you wouldn't want a bunch of bike rack out there because you'd have to have the bike rack disappear so the people could enter the Capitol so you could call it an insurrection. His theory, he implies it here. Listen to him with Gates, with Matt Gates, suggest that some of the bike rack from the Capitol then went over to the bomb scene when the people then moved around inside the Capitol. This is interesting. Take a listen. Well, um, again, I don't know who did it, but I can tell you a consequence of this is this is buried in the back of the January 6th committee report that um, there was a call to bring more bike racks to the Capitol. They had hundreds of them loaded up, ready to bring to the Capitol to reinforce the Capitol. And it turns out those never made it because this DNC pipe bomb was discovered and they set up oh, a perimeter wow. and blocked them from coming. So if there was a booby trap intended to um, have people commit a technical violation of federal criminal law with no intent to break the law, uh, that was facilitated perhaps 
by the very interestingly timed discovery of these two devices. Yeah, whether there was intent or not, the the result of this, according to the January 6th committee, was that uh, it made it easier to breach the Capitol because the reinforcements couldn't be brought to the Capitol. Now, that's a fascinating theory. That's a fascinating theory I would not discard in any kind of bullshit file. If there was someone plotting this thing and trying to frame MAGA people for an insurrection to shut everything down, the theory that assets would have to be moved to make it easier to infiltrate the Capitol makes perfect sense. That's a theory that I'm, I'm absolutely willing to entertain. Here's where the story gets even crazier. Julie Kelly has a uh, blog called Declassified with Julie Kelly. We'll put this in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. You need to read this story. It's called Another Near Miss at the DNC on January 6th. This is freaking crazy pills. In a 2023 book, former Capitol Police Chief uh, Officer Stephen Sun, Police Chief, excuse me, Stephen Sun, disclosed that two security details were at the DNC that day. There were. Officers are sent to canvas the area around the DNC as a precaution, what we call a security advance. Sun wrote in describing his department's reaction to the discovery of the device near the RNC. There are two protective details at the DNC, one for Vice President-elect Harris and the other for a member of House leadership, and we can't take any chances. There was a member of House leadership at the DNC that day, too? Who was that? Now, ladies and gentlemen, just like the Secret Service, the Capitol Hill police have a budget to provide protection. The Speaker. Majority leader, minority leader, and the whips. Most of those people were accounted for at the Capitol at around the time this bomb was discovered. Who the hell was in the DNC that day? And how did their security detail miss the bomb too? Or is that Capitol Hill police officer one of the Capitol Hill security detail people that discovered that bomb. Folks, who was at the Capitol that day and who was at the DNC and what the hell were they doing at the DNC right before the most important moment of their life? This makes absolutely no sense. Was Pelosi there at the DNC too? Folks, if that security detail story is correct, and I have no reason to believe Julie Kelly with her excellent reporting would be inaccurate. If that security detail was there, they're only protecting the speaker, majority minority leader, and the whips. Who is it? Is it Clyburn? Was it Steny Hoyer? Who was there? Why aren't they telling us? Is, is this, folks, is this volcanic with anyone else? I'm telling you, we're sitting on the biggest scandal of our time. Kamala Harris didn't want anyone to know she was there. Nobody will tell us who the leadership member who was there too is. You guys were almost killed by a bomb. Some hero saved you. Nobody's telling the story. Matter of fact, no one's even telling us they were there. You're telling me these guys wouldn't be all over MSNBC. I survived the bomb attack. Oh my gosh. Look at that. Oh, someone give me a medal. Why? Why don't we even know they were there? Now, in case you're thinking you're a liberal who tuned into my show the first time, oh my gosh, the government always tells the story straight. The government tells us the story, not us story. Ah, that's bullshit. 
The government right now has one goal to keep Trump out of office. And their goal on the 20th, uh, on, on January 6th of 2021, their goal was clear. Their goal was to shut down anyone on the Republican side from questioning the vote during that certification process. That is absolutely crystal clear now. And they were going to do it by any means necessary. A fake bomb plot, whatever it was, it didn't matter. For those of you out there who believe the government is incapable of doing such an evil thing, the government tells everything straight. I want you to listen to this. We're not only in this new special about January 6th, do they tell you they were telling you basically a Hollywood story that day? They brag about it. Listen to yourself. Thompson's committee had gathered a trove of information. The challenge, what to do with it. The one thing that we knew was the information that we have is compelling. The thing we needed to do was tell that to the American people in a compelling way. So that's why we brought in a former president of ABC News. Yeah, I got a call pretty much out of the blue um, from the January the 6th committee. They wanted, they wanted a storyteller. And while they were brilliant, they were brilliant lawyers. Storytelling for a mass audience is not what they do. Ladies and gentlemen, the whole January 6th narrative you've been told is bullshit. The whole thing. They're bragging about it now. They're telling you a story. They just said it. But they're not telling you the story. It's now clear to me that we're sitting on the biggest scandal of our time. Who was at the DNC that day and why were they there? Were they part of this plot? Were they read in on it? And I just want to leave you with this thought before the weekend. There were a lot of pieces to this thing. The bomb had to get there. The bomb had to be discovered. The bomb had to be discovered at a specific time. Not everybody involved in this, ladies and gentlemen, not everybody knew. It's clear to me not everybody knew they were part of a bigger deal. When they sent a, if, you know, I can't tell you how many times there's an op in the federal government and they don't tell you the real intention. Go run this guy's name. Why? None of your business. Just run the name and do your job. You don't know you're part of an op. You just know you were told to run a name. Somebody was told to put that bomb there. Why were they told that? I don't know. Were they told it was part of a training exercise? Was the Secret Service told to stand down? Was Kamala Harris told to be at the DNC? And was, was she, folks, I got to entertain everything. Was she said, was she told, shut up, don't ask any questions, just go there? Oh, come on, Dan, what are you saying? Kamala Harris didn't know. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying sometimes you know, but you don't know. You know what I mean? There's this thing in the government called plausible deniability, where everybody gets what's going on, but nobody says anything. You know what I'm talking about? Kamala, go sit there at the DNC. Why? Winky, winky, nod, nod. Don't ask any questions. That way, when you get subpoenaed up on Capitol Hill, you don't know shit. You get what I'm saying? Doesn't make her morally right. I'm just telling you that the reason this case is so messed up is I think there were very few people who actually knew what was going on that day. We're not letting any of this go. And those communications that day between the FBI and everybody involved in the discovery of that bomb are going to be key. They are out there. 
Don't believe for a second they were deleted. I ain't buying that shit for a second. All right, I want to get to this last story, but uh, Paul is giving me a call, so it sounds like this could be something important. Paula never calls me during the show. Don't worry. It's everybody's, if she's calling me, everything's probably, you know, a little weird. So I got to take this call. Folks, I love you. You guys have been great. Please download the Rumble app. We've had an amazing week at Rumble. We're just blowing away expectations. We'd love to have you here. Check in with us every day at 11 a.m. for the live show, rumble.com slash Bongino, and join me for the chat. And we're there at about 9.30, 9.45 when Guy sends the link live. Thank you to everyone who gets in there early. I love chatting with you all. You all are wonderful. Watch the radio show in a few minutes at 12 noon. I'll see you here, and I'll see you back here on this channel on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.